rust belt musings on metal and associated genres, spearheaded by a couple of gents and their acquaintances, from Testament to Motorhead to Diamondhead to Combat Records and Joe Bench and all qualities surrounding metal, punk, and even hard rock. Anecdotes, history, and opinions abound. Sidetracked periodically by Peter Chris and Vinnie Vincent Fist Sessions. Coming at you live from Northeastern Ohio, this is Narcast. Season 2, Episode 4, Sludge, our Sludge episode, um, coming at you. It's been a few weeks, but we've had a lot of stuff going on. Uh, I have a mouse in my house. <laughs> uh, yeah. And I have generalized anxiety, so I'm probably going to be thinking about just the mouse the entire episode. <laughs> um, no, I'm really excited. This is a good one. Uh one of my favorite styles of music. We watched the Down uh, live stream too. Yeah. Uh, which was great. What was it called? The 20... The 25th anniversary of NOLA. Yeah. It sounded really good. They sounded... I, I thought Phil sounded great. Uh, definitely focused. Uh, it's weird. He even mentioned that it's weird. I like it. It's cool. But yeah. I was talking to Axioma. Uh, I was talking to Cougar and Justin Myers this week while we were getting food. They also did a live stream, by the way, which is awesome as well. Um, and it's it's cool. A lot of bands say it's a cool experience, but not something they want to do all the time. Yeah. Like Phil even mentioned live during it that it's, it does. It's weird. You could tell he was really focused, which is mm-hmm. good. He sounded great because of it. That's the one thing I was... I wasn't worried about the band sound not sounding good because I knew they would. I was more worried about him just because his vocals... He's been so shoddy lately just because of... Some of it's hard to sing, too. Just yeah. want to say, if y'all got weed, yeah. better fucking smoke it. Yeah. <laughs> he, he, sound, he definitely talks like he's gargling gravel. So it's, oh, but he sounded great. Like he's they, always like, fellow Bajan Selmo here. Looking <laughs> at you. They, uh, yeah, I, mean, I think, too, what they brought up, the dudes in Axiom, and I think this is true, too, is it's almost good if you have a visual... Like show or like some kind of light, mm-hmm. or like something to like look at while you're playing. Because I feel like the one thing about the down thing, it was cool. They sounded good, but in between songs, it was slightly. It was like a practice space. awkward, you know. Except for the Native American dude they had. Remember that? Yeah, the weird naked Indian from like Wayne's World. <laughs> was just kind of there. Dude, that I'm not joking. Hard. Like, I thought the show. I thought the show started at six. And it did, but it was like, it was a bunch of backstage stuff and just kind of interviews, which was cool. But then they showed, like, something about... This tribe in New Orleans. Yeah. yeah, um, Called the Huma or something. I I think maybe because Phil... There's a city in Louisiana. Yeah. H-O-U-M-A. Yeah, Huma. Maybe that's Phil trying to, like, save face. Or, like, maybe there's a little attempt there to, like... I don't know, like they're maybe that yeah it was they never even explained why the dude that was was bizarre but I mean it was cool it sounded it was cool it's just it was it was out of place it was and there was no explanation of like hey we want to bring this guy in and you know so it was some he was part of a, a tribe or something yeah a Native American yeah tribe. he was the tribe chief from the Huma whatever he was the chief and at the end he was dressed up like the Undertaker ironically he was like, dressed up like American badass yeah. okay is an acid bath from. Huma or Huma, Louisiana. Yeah, I think. Yeah, they're from well, they're from the southern part yeah. of Louisiana. Anyway, more by the bayou. No, but it was like all the the interviews and you know, kind of the backstage videos and stuff were pretty funny. But then 
right before the show was the worst part. I thought they went to fucking Walmart and just pulled every toothless hillbilly to be like, fucking down, man. Right. Uh, For like five minutes, and it was aggravating. These are our true fans. Well, I I don't want to spoil it, but, you know, when Exorcism does our live stream, we're going to have a a little Inuit come out and just... (laughs) Inuit? (laughs) Build a fucking igloo. Yes. Right in the middle of Parma. Right. Just a... (laughs) <laughs> like a spear with a bunch of fish on it. Fucking build it with bush light boxes. <laughs> Honestly, I can just imagine Mike just being like, "Yeah, well, it's fine with me. Whatever you want to do." Like, it, should nice. it should just be you with like in an igloo with spear with just like a bunch of like chicken wings, right? <laughs> <laughs> Meatballs. Probably, it'd probably be like the fifth weirdest thing I've offered <laughs> as an idea. But no. But at the end of the show, they brought the Indian out, and he was like banging. You know, and it was like whatever tr- ceremonial drum dressed like fucking American badass. Uh, well, they had the random people again, like yeah, some I mean, some girl and like some guy nobody knows from band. I don't know if they're from other bands, like yeah. playing like uh, "Bury Me in Smoke" for like forty five minutes. Yeah, it just kept going on and yeah. on. It was almost like Kiss's "Crazy Nights," crazy, crazy. Crazy, 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 crazy. Right. Like where it never ends. You're just like, Jesus Christ, Or their Christ, final dude. tour that's been going on since 1984. Yeah. So that's, yeah. We promise this is the last right. one, man. We promise we're done taking your money. But other than that, the entire show, they didn't play the album from song one to the end. They mixed it up. Yeah, which I was upset about yeah. at first, but I ended up liking. I think that's kind of cool. But, but we were talking, remember, like, Temptations Wings is so hard for him, and he even said in the show that if he started with that, because they played it shot. later, he would, shot. he would have been done. Because he even when they played it, he was like, let me see if I can, you know, do this, because this is like the hardest song to sing, because it's the first song on the album, and he just goes balls out, like, you know, sat, Sabbath, fucking sabotage, it's just... How Ozzy sounds on that, where he's just like fucking yeah. full bore, but he did a good job. I mean, I was really surprised that. How did everybody else sound? Oh, uh, it was perfect, unbelievable. Yeah, exactly. I mean, it just—that's why I was the sound was perfect. I'll play some for you later. But speaking of Jimmy Bauer, I mean, we may as well just get into the you know sludge synonymous with New Orleans and the South. Uh, the playlist we have is up on uh, YouTube too. So I mean, I wanted to. You can't bring up Sludge without bringing. I mean, to me, I hate God as the pinnacle. I had them as my my number one band that defines the genres. To me, Sludge is always a mixture of doom, classic doom, a little bit of southern rock, and punk. And I think that always. I think to make. I think to really differentiate, you know, Sludge from Doom is really the element of punk and hardcore that is. Oh yeah. Much different. Hundred percent. I mean, it's Saint Vitus. Obviously, toured with a lot of punk bands, played with Black, but had like a lot of punk fans, but they didn't have a lot of punk in their music. Yeah, I think that, in my opinion, I think they were given that pass just because they were on SST. Yeah, and they had clout from being, you know, exactly with uh, you know, the DC scene with with Rollins and those people like that. Yeah, but yeah, but yeah. I think I think I Hate God took they really formed that. And if you listen to bands like I on the playlist to Drip, um, Never. The bands that they were in before that crawl space got a great '90 demo. To me, uh, you mentioned Jimmy Bauer. Justin did. And he's he's obviously synonymous with like God and Down, but I think Brian Patton is the the guitar hero of the New Orleans scene. Like the, his his mm-hmm. his groove, his rhythm playing, I think was really 
Perfect take is needed for pain. Oh, I have as my number one slug record. That's awesome. Just to get it out of the way now. That's my favorite album What's of the nineties. What's your it favorite? Is take is needed for pain. Take yeah. is needed. Yeah, like on best the pre- album of the nineties. On the previous previous episode that I was on, mm-hmm. I mean the song "White Nigger." That's that song yeah. is thirty dollar so bag. Awesome. Is my sister, favorite. Sister fucker. Part um, one and two. Yeah. Great cover by Brutal Truth. That's not your favorite though, right? Dope sick. Yeah. Right. But it's dude, it's kind of hard because those two albums are even Confederacy of Ruined Lives. Those are the three that really got me into I Hate God, and that's. I didn't like them when I was younger. I I, I was turned away by the name, mm-hmm. which I thought was corny. So did I. Yeah. And I thought their imagery. I was when I was younger in the death metal. It wasn't until I got into grind, like end of high school, I saw Jr. from Pig Destroyer wear a dope sick shirt, mm-hmm. and a Brutal Truth on Needed Control. They do a cover of Media Blitz mm-hmm. uh, by the Germs and Mike from My God Does. And I was like, well, you know, if all these bands I like like this band, yeah. there must be something to it. And I remember I picked up... Um, well, especially Phil wearing the long sleeve. Phil wearing the long sleeve. And the I'm Broken video did help. That did help, I guess. But I, I mm-hmm. kind of thought maybe, oh, he... Phil liked a lot of bad shit, too. So I was like, <laughs> yeah. you know, he they could still suck. He didn't really sell me on it. But I think, like, I, the first one I bought was... Uh, uh, 10 Years of Abuse and Still Broke, that compilation. Yeah. And when I heard White Nigger, I was, yeah, that's, I was blown away. That was an insanely, uh, yeah. insanely great song. I mean, it's dirty, filthy, bluesy, you know. And I don't typically like the the Doom or Stoner or any anything of that kind of style with the harsh vocals, the screaming yeah, vocals. Yeah, when you and I first started hanging out, I remember you saying that was not your... Just, it's not something I've ever been into, but when it comes to sludge, I'll give it a pass because I think it fits because it's so... It's just vile. Yeah, you know, funny. everything about it is... is To me, when I was getting into it years ago, and it's, it's not... You know, you're into it, Joe, more than I am. I mean, you definitely know way more bands and... Yeah, but for it's me, like you with stoner, like you're, you go way deeper. You, yeah, you guys both go way deeper in the stoner than I do. But deeper. Yeah. sludge is, yeah, it was more to me because I think because of the of the punk stuff. And Buzz Oven was another band that I got into oh from God, punk, dude. which to me <laughs> one of the most frightening bands in the world. They honestly, like, there's something about Buzz. And I was gonna say this too: the Buzz Oven and I got both had that really grimy, really filthy, truly menacing, disturbing, disturbing. Yeah. They, you could tell they lived it. It wasn't fake. It wasn't a gimmick. In the '90s, the style of music really wasn't that popular. I mean, no, it, it was you know, and Buzz Oven really was a homegrown band, North Carolina, South, uh, who really took a style of neurosis with the anti-scene and a lot of other stuff and blended it together. And you get a little bit of Amoebics in there, and it's really fucking. It's so original. I listen back to Buzz Oven. I listen on Soar. Before we were doing this, and I had a um, to a frown mm-hmm. on there. I know you like that record or a lot. Surf. At, at a loss is my favorite Buzz Oven with Dixie on it from Weedier, and it, it's it's a. I think you posted the Wound EP. Right? Yeah, Wound is, is good too. Did I? I don't 1994. They played an infamous. Right. They did a tour with I God where you didn't know from one state to the next if they were going to make the show. Mike infamously played a show. You know the grog here and fell asleep for three songs. <laughs> like they, like you didn't know if they were going to be all doped out, if one of them was going to die. The the image, the the picture of Buzz Oven in a compilation CD where there's Kirk <laughs> yeah. with the gun in the in the guitar player's mouth. That yeah. is a loaded gun. That is a documented 
real image of him putting a loaded gun was it's dark disgusting. Well. These are yeah. not the music is so decent good. people. Like, the music yeah. is so good though. That's what makes it's it. It's amazing. I think it's that's so what adds to the mystique of it. Like I I never I love Crowbar and they're obviously another band we're going to talk about tonight. But I never put Crowbar on that like they didn't seem as dangerous to me. No. Everything with I Hate God and Buzz Oven and Seven I mean, Foot Spleen, another band I would, I would say from that. Yeah, North just Carolina. totally, just kind of. Yeah. And, and just listening to all this coming up, you know, with this episode, and I, every episode that we do, that we say we're going to do, I just kind of delve into whatever, you know, yeah. kind of re-familiarize re myself, or even Joe, po you know, sends us a lot of stuff about, check this EP out, or check this, you know. It doesn't even matter. I mean, it, I guess it doesn't matter what genre we're doing. You know, he usually ends up, Inevitably sending us some fucking Japanese punk demo, <laughs> but I have a Japanese banner too to mention. But we're gonna. Uh, but, but no, this this like coming up and, and getting into this stuff. I mean, it. What is it about Crowbar that they they never seemed that they just seemed like guys more, that would fight in bars and a little bit more polished of a sound. Yeah, yeah. Uh, they not, never they were never scary. I mean, that's I think that's almost why. a little more almost a little more well, not depressing, but a little bit more. Uh, um, introspective, I guess, is the okay. best. I, no, I don't want to say introspective because Buzz Oven did a lot of introspective. There's something about the delivery where it's it's, like, it's Buzz not Oven as stonerish. They yeah. don't have those like real southern, no, you know, kind of. This is like more on the doom side. With to me, Crowbar was always like doom and hardcore. Yeah, put together, you know, with, with some like just straight metal. I mean. I love that band. I don't think that band has ever sold out or released a bad album. They're kind of like no. ACDC of that style. My friend Craig, well, you guys know Craig. We saw uh, Crowbar and Weed Eater. I think that was actually the last, might have been the last concert I went to. And uh, it was uh, it was disappointing. Um, I told, like I told Cliff on the phone, like I will always like and respect the band. It just, it happened to be, you know, I'd, we didn't really like. They didn't play that well, mm -hmm. but um, that kind of sucks. But yeah, I, I think you know it happens. You know, I think you know. In keeping with the southern uh, <clears throat> stuff, I wanted to stay on the south a little bit more. A couple of the bands, I think, um, Seven Foot Spleen, like I mentioned before, great TP band, amazing, really, really great. It's early TP, early TP. Yeah, they're from uh, another North Carolina band, along with Sour Vein, another North Carolina band as well. Sour. That's where. Uh, Liz came from Buckingham. Yep. Yeah, I have, she a was in sour I have a sour vein. I have a sour vein in Graves at Sea Split, which is pretty cool. Graves at Sea. We're gonna get to in a minute when we get to the West Coast. But when we get to the South, Seven Foot Spleen. I think TP Records is kind of an, an unsung sludge label. They don't really get a lot of back credit. then. Not yeah, more. back then, not now. But mm -hmm. um, and Leech Milk, you know Georgia, mm -hmm. another great band. Um, Def Jam, sludge band. To me, New Orleans was the. <laughs> the scene you know that's where a lot of like the classic stuff i know you know there's bands from other areas that you know that we're going to talk about but for me new orleans was the shit i mean just every acid bath you got it. i was that's, about to say about yeah that's my which one do you band. go with kite string or, or pagan really i'm yeah. going kite string i go kite string too i it's, think they should have been i you know i mentioned this to you before i think they should have been a lot bigger I think they were on the cusp of hitting that Manson crowd, yeah. that white zombie Marilyn Manson kind of audience. But I'm glad it kind of didn't happen. I'm glad it kind of didn't happen too. But no, it was not big. for the right. I mean, I'm sorry that the 
face plant. I remember right. when those two albums came out. It was Dang. it was big. He died in a car accident or something. I think so. Uh, yeah. Audie. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, he was... Uh, I respect them for ending it. And never... I think he and his family got hit by a drunk driver. Yeah. He died, but everybody else yeah, lived or something. Yeah, yeah. But... That then... was, like, right after Pagan yeah. terrorism. Because yeah. then Agents of Oblivion is the next... Yeah, which I Dax. didn't even know. I think it's... I think you'll dig it. I've never really given that much of a, yeah. of a listen. Dude, I'll be honest with you. Like, Acid Bath I liked. Um, I never gave Agents that much of a, a chance, only because when I worked at... The record store, Quonset, some of the people there just fucking ran it into the ground. And they just kept... Yeah. I mean, you know, it was the hype over it. And I was like, oh, God, I'm just sick of listening to it. And I never heard the album. That's kind of my fault. Because I was I much later awesome. to get into Aspen. I was in my 20s, early mm-hmm. 20s, when I got really into Aspen. You know, we got uh, my friend, old roommate, Kevin Haynes. I were, it's he, was, he was a big Acid Bath fan. Before you were? Yeah, a lot of their fans... I knew he was a big sleep fan. A lot of their fans like were. Isn't really... he the one with the dad that looks like Rick Rude? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> a lot of their fans were like not really extreme metal fans. Like they kind of no. hit that like kind of new metal crowd, but like kind of that's a bath. That, yeah, that. That's and that's the thing that kind of turned me off about them until I actually listened to them back then. Yeah, and I was like, wow, this is really cool. I see what you guys are talking about though with some of his vocals. Um, the singing was the, a bit... It's not yarling, but it sort of sounds like it. Yeah, a little alternative. But, I mean, I, I think I said it before, like, he's he might be, like, my favorite as far as, like, um, extreme music mm-hmm. vocals, like, aggressive vocals. He's a fantastic singer. He's amazing. Do you like his solo stuff? Uh, I have a Dead Boy and Elf. Just Dax Riggs stuff. No, I've never even heard it. I haven't either. Honestly. I have a Dead Boy. I've never elephant. listened to Dead Boy and the Elephant Man. It's just like Garage with some hot chick, but it's, I don't even know if they're together anymore. That van. So uh, yeah, I've never really. Uh, they were on Fat Possum Records, which was like a yeah. So it was some lab, like, label in Mississippi. How do you, like garage how do you feel about other like southern bands like uh, Cavity and Floor? <sighs> Love Cavity. Oh, Cavity somewhere between the train station and the oh, oh Joe's yeah busting out the vinyl. There we go. Joe needs to bust out a belt. Very <laughs> <laughs> <Harry> much. <Bunchies. laughs> no, to me, if I if I go sludge, it's New Orleans. It's I Hate God. Number one. It's the rock, uh, somewhere between. Yeah, train I remember seeing and that. Grounds. Uh, Can you talk about that? What is it? It's an amazing. Cavity was an amazing band from Miami. Uh, that's sludge. Was, Sludge. Honestly, this is this on, cover is crazy. This is it looks on like par. It's... This is on par with "Take Is Needed for Pain" as far as sludge that? goes. This is an amazing sludge record. Isn't it funny how like album covers can like be totally misleading? Oh, yeah. It literally looks like it could be like a stoner rock cover. Yeah, it also looks like it could be like a soundtrack to like a crappy western you know, western movie. Right? Yeah, like it's you know super cool. Rhetoric Records. It does kind of look like Clint Eastwood in the Rhetoric. Rhetoric Records from the same city. Madison, Wisconsin is Bongzilla, a great band that I consider sludge as well. I don't know if you guys do. Uh, yeah, um, it's like stoner. I think that sludge. I think again, if we're gonna say that sludge is aggressive, punk has the aggressive vocals. I think Bongzilla, if they had different imagery and didn't sing about weed in every mm-hmm. song, I think nobody would consider them. Yeah, stoner. I guess. You're, yeah, you could say there's nothing about them that's they so always wrong. them and Weed Eater. I feel like we're in Cleveland at Peabody's every weekend. Yeah, I love <laughs> Weed Eater. Insane. I think Weed Eater played my basement like four or five times. I think a lot of these bands also played uh, the emissions from Monolith. Mm-hmm. At the 
out in Youngstown. It was an amazing festival they had for years. I think you told me about that a long time ago. They played at the Nyabingi out in... It's not there anymore. The what? The Nyabingi. That was the name of the club. The okay. Nyabingi. But yeah, it was... Uh, Who else? Like, What kind of other bands were there? Oh, Jesus. Um, name any like Meteor City band. So it was like a mini Roadburn before Roadburn sucked. Yes, exactly. It was a lot like pretty much a precursor to Roadburn, and then yeah, uh, I thought it was better than it was better than what Roadburn, Roadburn is, is now. Now yeah. Roadburn now is just cavity shit. eventually became four. Um, Where is this band from? A man, Miami. Uh, Interesting. So so here's something stupid. Back in the day when we were going to <laughs> Ultrasound, and I always saw that album cover. Did before. you th- did you think it was like? In the wrong section. Yeah. Well, I thought that it was that album because the lead singer of uh, After Forever, and she's in Nightwish now, her name is Floor Jansen. Oh, okay. Yeah, Jansen. And that album is called Floor, and it has a chick on the cover. So before I even knew anything about these bands, but I knew her because I was really into, like, The Gathering and shit like that, like, female vocals. And I thought... I never bought it, but I, I always thought to myself, man, I wonder if that's pretty good. So it would have been funny if I would have bought that Floor album, because that's what her name is, Floor. Uh-huh. It would have been funny if I would have bought that album Put it and it turned on and be fucking slug. <laughs> I'd be like, what the hell is this? It's a wrong pressing. But, uh, no, I, I think, um, how come, you don't like, uh, how come you don't like uh, Weed Eater, though? Is it, is, it, is it the gimmick? Is it, it is. The, is it the stoner? Here's my thing, dude. Do you I, like Bongzilla? Yes, okay. but... I don't know what it is. I, I guess, first of all, it's, what does that do, Dixie Dave? He's kind of... Uh, the stupid of fucking facial expressions and... Uh, wow, 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 yeah. wow. Yeah, sticking his, the microphone all the way in his... It's just... I don't know, man. It comes like, off it's, kind of It's, like one, of, it's it one of Greg's favorite bands ever. It's like... I like Weeder. They're super loud. They I mean, are. I heavy. saw them open for, actually, for Down... In the Melvins, but it was the Melvins with big business, so it was kind of boring as fuck. Christ on parade. But, um, but yeah, dude, Meat Eater, it was just so corny. Musically, I think it's okay. Yeah. I think it's fine. Because I did, you know, because the episode, this episode, I went and I listened to it. Cause Chasing I thought, the Dragon, is that the name of that album? Yeah, which Chasing. I don't like that one really as much. What's the one with, uh, oh, it's, I think it's Cross to God, Love, and Good Hold on. Yeah, the, that's the one. I just... There's to me, there are so many. I, with a lot of bands, there are so many better bands to listen to. Yeah, that's that my I, thing. I, there are. I have enough shit in my my Amazon and my Discogs wish list that I would rather spend money on. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, is that I the Christ that. on Parade? Do you can Justin? Do you consider Super Joint Sludge? No, because a lot of people do. No, I don't. That's my favorite Phil band. I I do. I think. There's a few bands that, to me, I, I think that they are, but I don't think that. It's tough. They're obviously not like I Hate God because they have faster parts. They have. That's the thing is they could be, I, they could be they could be a, they could be a I thrash love, band. They could be a. I, I love Dave's playing though. When you talk about Weed Eater, I love Dixie Dave's playing style of bass. I just think that it's kind of. I agree with you that it's kind of dumb. Do you think Superjoint is sludge? But, uh, no, I. As far as the Phil bands, the only band that I really um. I love. Uh, 
I love Down, obviously. I like Viking Crown. I think it's cool. Avon had its moments and was pretty cool. That's, yeah. Um, I, I like Outlaw. I like Arson Anthem. Uh, I think that's kind of more sludgy, really, mm-hmm. than any of his. I don't think Super Joint Ritual was. I never fucking. I'll be honest with you. I, I, I think there's. I kind of passed up. Influence I passed oh, up Super sure. Joint when I was younger a lot. I, maybe I have to give them another chance. Please. Because I think I was maybe too. At my younger days, I was too into death metal and grind. I wanted nothing yeah. to do They're with fun, them. They're fun, dude. I'm sure think, it's yeah. better now. Now that I'm older, I think the I first two are great. More. I haven't heard the third one that they and put out. Something about gears, gears of, of application or something. It's all right. This is another southern band I want to bring up though before we switch gears. Uh, Leonard Skinner. That's not Sludge. Joe. Demod. Uh, yeah. Wait, what is that? Demod. Um, okay. Was a band. Uh, Where do you get this shit? What label is this on? Prank. It was a punk label. Okay. But Damod was a band that was really, really cool. Female vocals, awesome. Damod turned into Kylesa. Oh, uh, so okay. I didn't know that. Out of the ash of Damod, you got uh, Kylesa. So which I, I like believe they're the Georgia band. I so, just I wondered why a lot of people were putting Kylesa on that list because it's because of Damod. Yeah. Okay. That like well, that Rise makes and Fall is my favorite. A lot of people like Burning Cold that has the uh, um, Pusset artwork, but I think Pusset here's the thing: if you think Kylesa. I used to call him Kylie, so I didn't know the yeah. difference. Do you think Acid King? Do you think that's just Stoner Doom, or would you put it in Sludge? I mean, that's Stoner. To me, it's I put it more Stoner. Yeah, yeah I don't think it's Sludge. It, again, it's more another rock. Acid, more theme. desert rock. Is it is it Bo- Boose Woods or is it Bus Woods or is it Busey Woods? I think I was Gary Busey Woods. I thought it was, I thought it was <laughs> I thought go out it was there Bus and Woods. I, I don't know Gary Busey Woods. I think it's Bus Woods. It could be who knows. That's a great album though. I like um, three by Acid King a lot. Yeah, uh, I always considered that more in line with like maybe I'm dead wrong, like Kyla, like with uh, Caius, more like the desert West Coast. I think it's, yeah, I think it's, it's doomier. I don't yeah, know. It, it's I it's not as Acid King in a long time. Yeah, is that a colored vinyl? Yeah, cool. Um, but yeah, that's probably Demod. Demod, yeah. And I think when did you get that? Is that recent? Oh, no, I, when I was in college. Oh. Um, if, if you like it, you can. I have everything digital. I'll probably just give it to you if you like it. Um, <laughs> she sell it. You can but, buy uh, paint with it. Uh, <laughs> Let's go through your vinyl. I'll take that carcass. Uh, Symphonies of Sickness. Oh, vinyl. yeah. But as far as the Southern bands go, I mean, that's pretty much all I had for that. An Outlaw Order, I think, is a great um, offshoot. That's, that's pretty much I Hate God. Yeah, it's pretty much. And Black Cobra, I think. Is a band that gets is underrated. I've never listened to another Georgia band. I've always band. seen their shit, and I never thought never. they were sludge. I for some reason I always thought they were just some shitty fucking relapse. They band. have really bad artwork. That's why. Yeah, they have really, and they do have kind of a relapsey kind of like. Glossy. Like, do you think Mastodon is sludge? Uh, why are we even talking about that? Only because, dude, when I was looking at people's lists, I always like to see what people. Where were you looking at? The... Remission, maybe you could get a. That's what was on there. It's not, still not too. Leviathan or no, or Blood like Mountain. Definitely. It's too. It's not punk, really. No. There's no punker. There's no ugliness to it. It's. That's what I'm saying. That's what I. It's like they're obsessed with like. It's like they're, I don't know, they're a weird band. Okay. Them and Baron, I, High on Fire, I, just, I think you can get away with. Art of Self-Defense by uh, High on Fire, well, I think, Art is a better fit. Art of Self-Defense is on my list as one of my favorite Sludge albums. But I, that, to me, is Stoner Sludge, you know. But yeah. Asbestos Death, I guess. Stoner Sludge. I have them. Well, we're going to switch the gears to West Coast. We may as well. If we yeah. It. 
The last, the very last southern band is Face Down and Shit that I wanted to mention. Because Face Down and Shit. See, there's another band. I've always heard of one word, right? Like, I hate God. It's just Face Down and Shit. Face Down and Shit. Cool. And I always thought that they were just kind of some kind of like hardcore. Saw them play Peabody's in front of maybe 14 people. And they have a bass player. They had a bass player that was about four foot eleven, <laughs> who looked like a chubby Kurt Cobain. And he had a shirt. I'll never forget this. They tore the roof off the place. They played like a blistering set. He had a shirt with a bunch of needles on it. Oh. And it said, shoot up or shut up. Wow. <laughs> oh my gosh. So, how, how old were you when you saw this? 20. All right. 21, 20. But they, they're a great band if you get a chance to check them out. They had an album on Relapse, so nothing positive, only negative. I think they also had other stuff on, um, they did a record on Crimes Against Humanity. Back in the day, shit bloody, or they yeah, shit bloody shit. Then they did a shit. Um, it's like Brent Bronzler. Passing Times was on. I forget what label. That's a great. That's probably their best record. So face down and shit. Stupid name. This Goofy is looking band. Southern. Yes, they're southern. Yeah, face down and shit was from uh, Georgia too. I believe. So awesome. what, what's I'm your favorite? Norway. What's your favorite Crowbar? Self-titled. That's mine. I think it's kind of like a greatest hits album. Yeah, the whole <laughs> album is perfect. Honestly, it's more the only one I really always go back to. Yeah, I like Broken Glass. Um, Time heals nothing. The Godfellows rust a lot. What's the name of the last? Yes. What's the name of the last one that just came out? Was it like two, three years ago? Oh, it's so good too. It fucking I, sound. I don't like listen to Crowbar that much, but that the album, serpent only lies. Yeah. That, I was blown away. Is that it's like, a good album. And also, I mean, it has nothing to do with what we're talking about, but um, I think around that time, a pentagram released an album. It's got like a crow on it. I can't remember the name of it. So, uh, Curious Volume. That's fun, too. It's weird. It's like yeah. I'm missing... I'm not giving these, these newer albums a chance, and then when I actually do, they turn out to be really good. So Yeah. I mean, Crowbar, you look through their discog, and it's like every album is solid. I'm, it's like a pentagram thing. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Sonic Excess in its purest form is a great album. Oddfellows Rest was not the first one I heard. I think it had to, it wasn't obedience. It was probably the self-titled album. But I remember seeing them on Beavis and Butthead <laughs> years ago, and I was like, God, MTV was so awesome. Yeah. And it didn't. It didn't matter if Beavis and Butt like if they were making fun of it or supported it. You know, yeah. if I to me it was like when I saw a couple of bands on there, like Crowbar. Another band was Life, Sex, Death that you picked out at my place the other couple weeks ago. Remember, yeah. I said the lead singer. They said his name's Stanley, and he was supposed to be homeless. Oh yeah, yeah. But yeah. it was just a joke. It's bizarre music. It is. It's like Alice in Chains with some homeless guy singing, but he really wasn't homeless. He just. Oh no, I'm home. thinking of that funk stuff, that funk metal. What the hell? Oh, was infectious it? grooves. Yeah, whatever that is. I'm getting those two mixed up. I know uh, you're talking about. Now. Yeah, yeah. Well, you uh, you mentioned um, a couple bands I wanted to bring up. West Coast. But you mentioned Graves Graves at Sea, mm-hmm. which I had documents of grief. On as one of my classic sludge albums too. Perfect sludge in my opinion. Ugly, great vocals. Um, I think Nuth Grush as well is another band that's legendary from the West Coast, Oakland. I'll tell you right now. Graves uh, at Sea, also Oakland band. Graves at Sea, the cause that is. I have that album. It came out, I think it says 2016. I love it. I think it's amazing. Yeah, they're they're a great band. I think 16, another California band. That's 
arguably sludge. I think they kind of are. I think it's pretty accessible compared to a lot of the other stuff that's on the West Coast. <laughs> yeah, it's not Newthgrush. I mean, Newthgrush makes you want to fucking do meth. Now that yourself. is like that's Newthgrush is um, Dino. Was he in Dystopia? In Dystopia, which yeah, I which I consider uh, sludge as well. I was I was telling him, I always said they're that like was a grind band. A lot of people pass it up because they think it's either grind or like crust. crust or, yeah. I mean, I don't care. I love them. I yeah, love, they're great. I band. love Dystopia. Dystopia is one of those bands you either Carcinogen. fall in love with or, or you know, I think Asbestos Jesus, Death you too. Know more than I do on this. <laughs> asbestos Death, I think you know, pre sleep, I would not consider sludge. No, but no. Asbestos Death is quintessentially sludge. Yeah, exactly. Uh, I think Neurosis is arguably they're another band early that, period. I think Neurosis up until Times of Grace. Times yeah. of Grace and back, I think, is slow. Here's the thing. When it gets... On, Maybe a summer Where's Neurosis sucks. from? Oakland. Okay. Yeah. So, on, I had this written down that when it came to like innovation and sound, if these bands like Neurosis, as soon as they changed just a little bit, to me it wasn't sludge anymore. So sludge is like... Yeah, it's like as soon as you try to go outside of, like doing new things, uh-huh. I it to me it just it's not sludge. So you guys think this dystopia is more of a sludge band than anything else? I think dystopia is more of a sludge band than sixteen. I mean, if you really want sixteen my is opinion. sixteen sounds more like almost like at times sounds almost like helmet. Times it sounds like a little alternative. Yeah, yeah. Helmet's so awesome. You know, yeah, helmet's great. It's not obviously we're not saying it's sludge, but. No, no, no. Helmet is fucking amazing, but if you listen to Sixteen, which is considered sludge, I, I'll play some on our on our way home. I think Brain Oil is a band from Oakland too. All these bands are all from Oakland. Go figure. Never heard uh, of Brain Oil. Brain Oil is an Oakland band that uh, is perfectly sludge. Death and these the bands are more like, no pun intended, but like dystopian, mm-hmm. political. Yeah. I hate God is too and stuff, but it was more a little more abstract. It was just fucking grimy. I yeah. Don't know. They don't beat you over the head with the messages. It's kind of like subliminal, mm-hmm. which I think is kind of cool. I think I think uh, a lot of sludge bands almost get that from like bands like Amoebix, where it's almost like more implied and dark mm-hmm. instead of like obviously because a lot of it's negative and nihilistic, yeah, uh, and stuff like that. Which I think and Buried at Sea, um, which I'm not sure if they're West Coast. Where's Buried at Sea from? They might be English. I might be way off with that. But since we're mentioning C, you had, we had Grace at C, Barry at C is another great uh, band that could be considered sludge, but some people consider it a straight doom um, from Chicago. So kind of Chicago. There's also some great, some, great Midwest, <laughs> some great Midwestern bands, and even in Ohio, we had you know Chicago. You have Death, you have a Disrotted, which is a great sludge band. And you have here you have Rue from Mr. Kent. Sludge Encyclopedia, yeah, Jesus. Fistula, Akron. Oh, what did Rue become? Did you say? Did somebody? Uh, Rue was Kent band. I Walter played Rue. That's right. That's for a while. Okay. Yeah. Uh, great. Great. What song. do you think? Here's one band that I completely forgot about until we're sitting here. West Coast, Burning Witch. What do you Seattle? think? Seattle. I think the Seattle bands. I think Burning Witch is a band that's. It's ugly. It's Burning Witch is a weird band. Mm-hmm. I think Burning Witch and Christ Driver I had asterisks by because Christ Driver, everything burns is one of my favorite. One records. of you guys showed me the Christ Driver With album. The Predator. The Predator Hand and yeah. the Scorpion. Uh, yeah, no, Joe has it. 
Joe had Burning yeah, Witch is awesome. Burning Witch was on Southern Lord. Um, yeah, let me see the uh, Christ Driver. I think Christ Driver and Burning Witch are ugly and weird. The, some of the Seattle stuff. Well, I feel like it's, existence. This is like it's almost too hard to put your finger on. Burning Witch is miserable. It's it makes kind of me... like, dude. It's kind of like the Melvins. I know a lot of people put them in sludge, but I don't. I have this photo. Is. I had that Flipper generic by Flipper, and I had. Um, my War by Black Flag is Proto Sludge. I think that those are the albums. Yeah, I guys like Flipper. I'm yeah, not a, I'm I not a big Flipper fan. I could, I've never listened to them. I think My War by Black Flag, uh, Flipper, and some people and call it Melvin's like Ozma, Glue Porch Treatments, Noise. It's like, a but I, I don't think Profane Existence, awesome label, great label. To me, the, uh, punk? the, the Melvin's, Cross, punk, everything. like Houdini back. I can kind of see. Everything else, you know, and I got a lot of respect for the Melvins, you know. Oh, I mean, yeah. they're hugely influential, and Dale Crover is one of the greatest drummers. Great drum. His drumming is insane. Um, God, what was the band that he was in? Hip Porn. Mm-hmm. Porn? Dude. Oh, dude. Fucking You awesome. played that for me yes. a couple years ago. I, I'll never forget, we were on Main Street, right? Right by the freeway on eight, and I was like, "Jesus Christ!" You were, you were like, "Yeah, this is the guy from the Melvins." <laughs> you like this? And I was like, "Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, dude, that stuff great. is awesome." Yeah, it's great. Dale's awesome, dude. Dale Crover and Buzz obviously is is iconic in the Seattle scene, and yeah. I just never. A lot of people were putting them. Even any article I was reading on Sludge, they were always mentioning the Melvins. I, I get it. I don't necessarily... Maybe I'm being too one-dimensional, but to me it's like I hate God straight up. <laughs> you know? But That's why a lot of people don't like... I mean, I, I want to switch gears a little bit to... We may as well go to Europe, because a lot of people don't like Iron Monkey, because I think it's too I am not, not a. I Iron love Monkey Iron Monkey. Fan. I worship it. Oh. Yeah. I think they're one of the best bands. I think it's... A lot of people don't like John Morrow's vocals. They're kind of a tough pill to swallow. Iron Dust. Uh, the band that the band that uh, Phil and Summer was listening to when he OD'd. So the band that's too heavy. Iron Monkey. The band that's so heavy they killed Phil and Summer. Jesus Christ. Uh, I think it's great. I think the first two Iron Monkey records are essential. Ramses, I consider Sludge. I don't consider Electric Wizard. Electric Wizard. Okay, yeah, I, I don't consider Electric Wizard Sludge. I do the first album. The first electric I think wizard, it's Stoner Sludge. I, I think that yeah, there's a lot of cathedral in that first one. Now the early now, the band they were before, um, pre Electric Wizard, which was called uh, what is it? Um, I was just looking this up and I can't I remember. forget what it was called. Something I have the worst. Some memory. kind of death metal name. It was kind of sound like a death metal name, but that's more sludgy, I think, than. Uh, quick fingers Myers here. The first yeah. one I'll give you putrefaction. Yeah, the first Lord one I'll yeah, Lord of putrefaction. Thy grief eternal. Thy grief eternal. That's there is a great band called Putrefaction too, by the way. Yeah, I, I think the first electric words I'll give you. Mm-hmm. Ramses, I think, is much sludgy. Yeah, better. no, Ramses is definitely. I do think the first album, though. I mean, it's on my list. Of I remember just a quick uh, like Electric Wizard Ramses. There's a record store here. Called my mind's eye, and it's uh, there's a guy named Charles that works there, and uh, he doesn't swear. I guess that's he doesn't. That's I don't know. He runs a, a metal record store. He doesn't swear. So, 
um, I went in there and I was like, "Do you guys have any like?" I can't remember which Electric Wizard album it was, and he was like, he was like, no, this actually sold out. But if you want some real kick butt stuff, try Ramses. <laughs> Ramses. That was, the, that was the first time I'd ever heard of that band. He's like, he's like, yeah, it's one of the guys from Electric Wizard or some of the people from Electric Wizard. You remember going in there? I felt so bad for his dad working there because yeah. he never had the heat turned on in Cleveland in the winter. He'd walk in and you'd see your fucking breath when you walked in. Dude. I'm like, you guys turn the heat on. No, yeah. I remember when I was working at this restaurant in Cleveland Heights. One of my friends there, his younger brother called um, uh, my mind's eye, and, and Charles's dad picked up. And his brother was like into like bands like Exploding Hearts and stuff like that. And he was like, "Do you guys have any Exploding Hearts?" And uh, Ch- Charles's dad was like, "We have CDs, DVDs, T-shirts, and other things." <laughs> like he didn't understand that it was you know like. Right, like that was his like out, like you know. You mentioned any band, and he just we have CDs, DVDs, series vinyl records. I think they were like Lebanese or something. I don't know. Whatever. Yeah. Uh, anyway, Moss is a good band too. From the uh, Joe's just like no, Moss is a really great uh, English band. I think they're more sludge. Uh, Moss, yeah, Moss, um, English I, doom band. I uh, have, but if it's they have really cool album covers. I have some of their stuff. I'll be honest with you, I don't. I never got. They were almost like droned to me with some of the stuff. It was some so slow. Sun, really sun slow. Stuff. I hate that. Yeah, I, I don't like real slow stuff. I forgot to mention Sea of Deprivation too, which is a great West Coast band, a great band to check out. Um, but English bands, I thought, were a little bit more traditional doomy, except for Iron Monkey. That's why Iron Monkey stood out because they were so not. There's like no traditional doom in It just sounds like I hate God. Yeah. Though. Like I, yeah. It's a little too um, derivative. Yeah. You know, sometimes. But I think um, East Coast United States, too, has some great old man gloom. I put um, on my list as well. I think they're, they're a perfect fit. Um, I think that uh, Moho from Spain, talking about European bands, too, that was a great, that's a great, uh, you'd like them a lot, Justin. Why, uh, just because they're Spanish? That. I know you like <laughs> Spanish stuff, but I think they're really, they're a good mix of doom. You probably like Moho a lot, too. They're mm-hmm. way more, like, uh, digestible. It's not too filthy. Um, good movements. Yeah, I was thinking about, like, the direction that I think you come from is punk hardcore. The direction that I think Justin and I would probably, especially me, would come from is more of like traditional doom and stoner. Yeah. yeah. And Sludge is like in the middle of all that. Like Toad Liquor, I can't really see. Like that's an East Coast band that I have. Mm-hmm. A lot of people have them listen. They're heavy. I'm interested to see what you would think about them because it's like, it's really a hard listen. Mm-hmm. Like they're not like, they don't have that traditional doom. There's no stoner. But War Horse, I think is a good, perfect mix of doom and Sludge. Have you heard that album? Uh, when Heaven Turns to Ash? The, by Warhorse, mm-hmm. ironic. You know that that guy that um, I think he's Swedish or something. He covers a whole bunch of stuff on his guitar. Yeah, Deventy or Deventy. I don't know. The he guy he did YouTube the Purple channel. Hill Witch. He did. Yeah. The, the first time I ever heard that was when he covered. Yeah. So it's heavy as shit, it's, dude. Yeah. Southern Lord. It's my favorite Southern Lord police of all. That time. Southern Lord to me was like. Back in the day, they were like Century Media. They were like Meteor City, where anything that they put out, I it was like, oh, it's on Southern Lord. Well, I'm going to fucking yeah. get it because I don't care. 
I know it's going to be good. There were a couple bands here and there that I thought were straight up fucking garbage that were on Southern Lord. I think um, I think Conate was on. Maybe they were on Southern. Maybe it was Hydrahead. No, that was on Southern Lord. I didn't like Conate at all. I wasn't really into. And a lot of people were putting like Isis. Like I saw no, people. No, I don't think they fit. Just not like that's not sludge, man. No, I hate that band. I, I think if you're gonna like, I think as far as East Coast stuff, I don't think I think Old Man Gloom fits. I think Grief is the quintessential East Coast sludge. Dude, Grief is one. You know, Torso I think is their best album. I love it. I should have put Come grief. To grief. Amazing. I should have put Grief on one grief album on my list because that miserably ever after is incredible i'm trying to think of the one come to grief is the one that yeah because that was on century media back in the day um and that that early to mid 90s century media Mm -hmm. i mean that's what got me into dope sick was the identity comp i can't remember which one they were on and grief two three it it lends to the punk thing because they had members of disrupt Grief used to always play shows with Drop Dead and 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 tons of cross bands, Extinction of Mankind, oh State God, of Fear. You know, and they would always like Grief was always like Sludge was always, you know, rubbing shoulders with punk and, and power violence. On the West Coast you had like, you know, bands like Sixteen playing shows like Despise You and like you'd have like Cry Now, Cry Later comps from California would have sludge bands with power violence bands. Mm-hmm. And there's something abrasive about just how it's really abrasive to play really fast power violence. It was really abrasive to play ridiculously slow. What band would you say is power violence? Charles Brown. Despise Brown. you, infest. Okay. I wouldn't consider despise you power. Uh, I, I, oh, I, I, I wouldn't consider any bands. I wouldn't consider Charles Bronson really a power violence band. I think you that, wouldn't call them a power. Not violence? really. That's just a fast art for me. I, I would say like infest, despise you, apartment two thirteen, man is the bastard. Um. Those are the quintessential. Do you even like uh, Charles Bronson or no? Yeah, I do. Uh, I guess you maybe Charles Bronson. I do. I mean, Death Wish is great. Now, the only band outside of the West Coast that was ever allowed to be called Power Violence was Apartment 213 from Cleveland. I'm not going to lie. I probably know three Power Violence bands. Yeah. Maybe even less. But I think, um, even despise you, a lot of people don't consider Power Violence. I mean, I do. But Stapled Shut, that's kind of more fast hardcore. That's one of your favorite bands. What? <laughs> I know. Because this is like this is the thing. It's like if we're talking about stoner sludge, but to me sludge is more punk hardcore background or like a bass, you know. So Joe's gonna he's gonna be like just a fucking encyclopedia <laughs> no. of all of these different you know bands. And you know I looked into a lot of them. There's you know, meth drinker, oh, New God. Zealand, yeah, from New Zealand. Yeah, I ended up. After listening to this shit for a week, I ended up raping some yeah, dead chicks and fucking say, robbing dude. a Seven Eleven. All I have to do is I, listen to like two tracks of Buzz Oven, and I'm gonna after I listened to this for a week, a I, I, I listened. I think I listened to Crazy Nights like four times in a row. I was like, I want something happy. This is mm-hmm. fucking miserable. Yeah, but it's it's that's the thing too. It's kind of mood music. Um, Did Dom come in and you were crying in fetal <laughs> position? <laughs> You're just surrounded in fucking sludge albums. All of a sudden, all of a sudden the, the mouse or the sludge just came to the front. But, but the uh, just fixated on his mouse issue. Like the, I'm really, really trying, struggling this this this, this week. 
trying to keep my mind off of it. Uh, <laughs> just a mouse. Yeah. But, you act uh, like it's a fucking wolverine yeah. in your house. The <laughs> 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 fucking mouse. He calls me up. Dude, dude. Got a fucking mouse in my house? <laughs> uh, like, yeah, just get a trap. Fucking Wolverine. <laughs> Wolverine running around. I made, like, I told my dad I was going to get a hotel. Uh, <laughs> leave down here. Fire bomb. fucking hung up on me. <laughs> so, Master's degree. It's a, anyway, Sour Van. Yeah, Sour Van. <laughs> yeah. No, no, I was thinking, going back, like, how I got into Sludge was, and we mentioned it at the beginning of the show, was Phil and Down. Because, A, because of Phil with the I Hate Thank God, God shirt. The green long sleeve. Fucking awesome. But it was I, I'm Broken video that... Children of God, huh? Yeah. Long sleeve. And That I, was it for you? Because I, I remember being like, who the fuck is that, you know? And I know Joe and I were talking about this the other night. Um, everything with Pantera that was... And, and like you could tell, Phil was the one that was into that shit mm-hmm. because of all the stuff he did. You know, Arson Anthem, Down, all like he's he wearing dark like, hey, shirts on on yeah. bringing yeah. Satyricon on Pantera tours. I mean, he was definitely more into the underground. He's like the Fenris of the U.S. Yeah, no, I think that's, that's cool. God. I wish that project would. Oh, they were God. supposed to do. It was supposed to be Dark Throne on the road with Pantera instead of Satyricon, but Nocturnal well, Culto and, yeah, and Fenris. Cliff played that. I just wish they had more material. I mean, yeah, that was the probably literally the worst time to get Phil to do any project oh at that yeah. point. After that, after just, I got home, kind of far gone after I got home from that, I was reading articles on it. I couldn't sleep, and mm-hmm. I remember uh, Fenner's like openly talking about like how they, they just couldn't do it because of Phil. Like it was just, he was fucked yeah. up, dude. Like that's the re- that is the reason why not, he said happened. that he got into that part of it was like because of his back surgery. He needed like his back surgery, and so he was taking all these drugs, but it was on fucking heroin. Yeah, yeah. I get it because I when when I saw down, it was on down three over the under that tour at the House of Blues with the Melvins and. Weed eater. Um, he he came out and he was supposed to have been clean, mm-hmm. and I it was I was like a bitch at a fucking Beatles show. Oh yeah, because I just freaked out, dude. I was like having Pepper up there, which a lot of people were saying that corrosion conformity was sludge. I don't. I don't think so. I don't so. think so at all. No. Deliverance is maybe more stoner. Yeah, maybe. Okay, it's like Albatross. Broken Man, okay, maybe there's some sludginess to it, but it's I don't not, think there's sludge. It's more southern riff. If that case, yeah. if that's the case, then I mean, and but you I, guys, and you guys are gonna when we do the stoner episode, I'm probably just gonna be stoned and and just sit here in silence because you guys are gonna <laughs> kill me on all that stuff. I'm gonna bring up maybe eight bands, then be like, but because <laughs> you say eighty eight, because I probably not eight. Uh, <laughs> I, I I think that corrosion conforming. I would consider them stoner. I, after a couple of rec- I mean no I no, I agree dude so I, some <clears> of these bands people were putting on there I'm just like man, I don't know man like that's people get weird with these lists I th- but it's also all subjective but I, I think that you know as far as like Phil goes and, and that whole kind of thing I, I think that 
with with sludge it was more it didn't really have a term until I ate God mm-hmm. really so it's it, it can kind of be whatever you it's almost I think it's become more of an element than a genre mm-hmm. you know I uh, think it's more of a scene than it is a genre I think it's more, more of like a, a style is that what you yeah grunge is another like goofy that. kind of term that had a lot of different bands that don't because really they sound hate like. those fucking Seattle bands hate that term because that was that was is it just an era in a scene that was just the media well, that came up with it journalists that were like oh it's grungy but because it's, because it's, that kind of that kind of guitar rock wasn't it's coming out of a time when rock music and metal was like very lame. polished and I think that sludge also you say came, lame like metal was not very cool in the early nineties oh, so I yeah. think grunge was a new well term. it became a caricature. I mean, it was like, it's just, whatever this, I always, I think I've mentioned this in other episodes, Phil Collin from Def Leppard said, when you take something and it's stereotype and then everything tries to be, to sound like the stereotype, that's absolutely pathetic. And that's exactly what it ended up becoming. So when that came out, when the Seattle scene was big, um, it was actually just, I fucking lost it on the the message board I'm on the Brave board because some asshole said that all oh it's fucking grunge because all these bands sound the same and I was like you are mentally retarded if you think Nirvana sounds like Soundgarden who sounds like Pearl Jam who sounds like Mother Love Bunny sounds like none of those yeah. yeah it's like fucking whatever and it Tad sounds like none of those bands exactly Tad's heavy as fuck not Mud just honey. personally Tad could even be considered kind of proto sludge. Yeah, and it's no, way. I it's heavy. It's some sludgy. people call L seven the same thing. L 7s kind of maybe a proto. Not no, not sludge. I mean, like part of that grunge. Yeah, L seven was heavy. Bricks are yeah. heavy is a heavy record. I think that the it's uh, un, if you're on a sludge though in the early nineties, metal wasn't very cool in the early nineties. I think sludge was a different marketing tool for labels to be like, hey, this isn't death metal. It's not. Metal, it's it's this new kind of. A lot of people called Iron Monkey alternative metal mm-hmm. and press things to make them. Yeah, I, I see kind that, of seem maybe that label of a genre, and I don't I don't really know how to put my. Thumb a lot of on people that, consider. So. Before we were talking about English bands before, like R- Ramses and uh, Ramses. Ramses. Uh, a lot of people. <laughs> Ramses. Uh, a lot of people consider uh, Fudge Channel sludge. I don't. Yeah. But I do. You call them sludge? I I don't. They're. Like, I don't know what the fuck they are. Uh, now, heavy. if you look on Metal Archives, I think Metal Archives does have Sludge as one of the um, well, then that could, descriptive terms. Yes, yeah, but if, if somebody, but to me, it was always more alternative. Like, yeah. just kind of noisy. that to me is alternative metal. Yeah, I can hear what they're talking about. I mean, hates creep diets, hate songs in E minor. That's my favorite one. I can absolutely hear what they're talking about, and I think Alex Newport is. I'll tell you another amazing. another band like that um, that you showed me a couple months ago. Cherubs, mm-hmm. Heroin Man. That's another one of those. It's kind of hard to were, classify. Weren't they on Matador Records? I think so, yeah. No, tr- it says Trance Syndicate. I thought it was Matador. Matador was weird. There were label kind of like Sub Pop, where they had a lot of. A lot of different bands, but they like rarely crossed over into like kind of the disturbing look and that heaviness. But it's heavy as hell. Yeah, but it, like I, I totally we're totally off sludge. But I, a no, band but like I, you were talking about. Fudge I think we're still kind of on it, only because there's a lot of bands that 
or just talking about bands that people consider, dude. I even saw Alice in Chains on people's list, and I was like, no. maybe the first album. A lot of people think the first album. I might, I, that's first album. that's not even really some guy, out. some dude, some guy was trying to justify it by saying, well, you know, the fucking uh, the self-titled, you know, with the dog, the three-legged dog. Yeah. He was like, well, there's a song on it called Sludge Factory. Like that's, that's ridiculous. The fucking most retarded thing I've ever heard. Like it's not Sludge, no. dude. Like, oh my god. Yeah. I, and so I think that. Even people saying the Pantera. It's like, okay, you're listing... Having sludgy riffs in something doesn't really make you a sludge band. Yeah, like, remember, like, we were you know? we were talking about, like, Rush being metal. I don't call them metal. You can call them. It's just, like, when you have only a certain amount of uh, things that would be considered metal, like, it doesn't make the whole career. And they, you know... Never like, considered Kiss a metal band. Like, Rush... Like, it's mostly, like, progressive rock. Like, if you have a few albums that are certain genre, mm-hmm. but, like, the other, like, 80%, yeah. you know, I, I would never call Fudge Tunnel, personally, like, a sludge band. I wouldn't call Ministry a dance pop band. They have With Sympathy and then I love that else. album. <laughs> I love... That's my that. favorite. I didn't yeah, even know my, that existed. That's, that's my second favorite Ministry album. With Sympathy? Yep. Love it. No, I mean, I agree. So I think that a lot of these bands, a lot of people are just... That, First is mine is a terrible thing to taste. That's the difference. That's my number yeah. one. But that's the difference with... Sludge, to me, is like a very... You know, like you can pinpoint the bands that are sludge. Mm-hmm. You know, it's not like thrash metal where I think you can... Oh, it gets... You can I, be a little more dynamic in your sound... Yeah. You can do a little different, you know, things here and there. But... I get confused when stuff starts to to mesh, when speed and thrash and all. Like it's, no. I think but... it's a vibe too. I think Sludge has a vibe, like Kip was saying. I think yeah, it's it an does. attitude. I think yes. I think Buzz Oven has a vibe it's that happy. that Acid King just maybe doesn't have. Yeah. Acid King has more of like a chill, yeah, kind of groovy. It, yeah, it's nothing against Acid King. That's why it. I think Acid King makes me want to get into a convertible and drive around like, you know, the desert or something. <laughs> and but that's why I think that the first Electric Wizard fits because it has that vibe. Yeah, that kind of like disgusting. Buzz of it makes me want to do poppers and, and rob a fucking bank. Yeah, and kill somebody. Fucking yeah, bank. you know, like rob like a kindergarten. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Steal somebody's kid. Yeah. Like, I, you know, I, there's something about it where it's just a more nihilistic, but then again, like, Old Man Gloom, and, like, bands like that kind of had more of, like, I don't want to say, like, intellectual, they almost had more of a... Where's Old Man Gloom from? Boston. Is it old or new? 90s, early 2000s. Like, they had more of, like, a, that ISIS vibe. I don't know what to really call that vibe, but it's... I don't like... More of, like, an... It's... it's like a spiritual. I don't know. ISIS is weird. I, I, don't, I don't really like. One of the that. worst live bands I've ever seen. Yeah, I saw them open up for. It might have been Tool. Yeah. or something. <clears throat> they play with Tool. And some of the Grog Shop on that uh, Panopticon tour it was really bad. I know the the one guy. He has some ties to Cleveland or something, and he used to come into Tommy's and order food from us. And somebody, one of the cooks, it might have been like either Shia or. Somebody wrote ISIS, "ISIS sucks" in like his to-go container. Also, what was Rancid when they came to town? They wrote, uh, uh, "Real punk rockers don't get their hair done by professionals." And oh, really? We, yeah, bands would come and they would play, and because uh, it's right by uh, the grog shop, so they we used to write little notes to the bands if we liked them or if we didn't like them. I 
I was gonna say, do you consider Church of Misery sludge? Yeah, dude, I love Church. I like, like Church I of like Misery. I like Church of Misery. Uh, California is probably my favorite song. I, I think that's sludgy. I think it's ugly enough. It's Kim kinda... hates Church of Misery just because of the bass player. How the fuck his face? He does play, his shoes. He does play really obnoxious, really low, low bass. Yeah. yeah. But uh, California is. Oh, dude, I love that song. Yeah, I, I it's would got say... like the Edward Kemper like intro. It's creepy Japanese mastery. Speaking of the ice thing, I think Cult of Luna is maybe more sludge. I never listened to. Cult They're good. Of Luna. I mean, I think it's it's heavier. It's a bit um, bit uglier than Isis. Isn't very. Um, Isis is a little too atmospheric. It is. It's I like think. psychedelic. Yeah, almost. I and I kind of get turned off by that. I think that's kind of like not pretentious, but it's kind of like pandering a little bit. Like yeah. to, it like meanders around. Like I feel like Neurosis kind of gets like that too, where it's like, but nowhere near like Isis. Not yeah. to that level. There's something about like layer neurosis where it's like I I can't listen to it all the time. Like times of grace and through silver and blood, I can jam, you know, pretty often, uh, and it's not. Uh, Is this a master list? Joe's scrolling through a list that he put together. Yeah, we have this list on YouTube. It's a uh, there's a lot of good stuff on here. You we share uh, it. Yeah, share it's, it's public. We I did share it on the page. Uh, anybody can add to it as well. So we. Uh, um, so I did have the only ISIS I did put on there was the Sawblade EP from '99. It's kind of heavy. Uh, Red Sea I think is kind of heavier too. A lot of people consider that maybe a more sludgier um, uh, output. Then they had uh, the split with Pig Destroyer too, which was really good. But yeah, I think um, any underrated. Um, I've. I think the bands from around here, I think Fistula and Rue, I think are super underrated. I think they're good. Worth checking out. Uh, Fistula is especially a band that's been around for so long. Uh, and they uh, have tons of records. But I think uh, I would say them. Um, I would even consider Leech Milk really underrated. Where's Leech Milk from, do you know? Uh, Leech Milk is from Georgia. Okay. So... I, I would even say Harvey Milk. I think is still kind of underrated. Ooh, that's, you know, that's a band that I listen. I listened to a little bit in. Uh, I think it was like probably in my twenties, and they are heavy. They're yeah. slower. Um, there was a guy I used to work with that was obsessed with them. He burnt me a CD. They're they're pretty good. Yeah, I think they're definitely a, a bit more. Maybe more on the rock side. Yeah. Um, they're not as. They're not. They're as, not uh, dark. Like I, didn't, I had them kind of an asterisk by them too, because I don't really know if I would consider them necessarily uh, totally sludge, but they have enough elements where a lot of sludge fans like them. Uh, so I consider them kind of underrated because they're yeah, they're not yeah. really well they're well known, but I feel like a lot of people don't. People really say check out. doom metal. Some people say sludge. Some people say stoner rock. Some people say experimental. It's you know, and it probably depends on. Uh, the album. I would say Moho uh, is also really underrated. The Spanish band that I mentioned. Uh, M-O-J-O? M-O-H-O. Okay. Uh, they actually had members of Dishammer uh, were in that band. So it's kind of how I uh, found out about them. And Corrupted, I, I put a sludge as well. Um, the uh, Japanese band. They're maybe more death metal. Maybe more doom death. Okay. But I think Corrupted is a, a band that I would... I had them on the list too. 
if you're a Sludge fan, I think you'll like them at least for the riffs. Um, so I had them on there as well. Is this one? Is this a band? You have that one friend from Andalusia, that girl. Is she into this kind of stuff? Um, or is she more into punk? No, she's more into like uh, she likes a more traditional doom metal. I did mention uh, them to her before, and she she did check them out. Yeah. Um, and Dopey, my friend from Dishammer and Mashtazla, he has he played in bands with uh yeah. yeah, he played in bands with all those guys from Moho. So. Cliff, Cliff just uh, did about five pounds of heroin in the yeah. bathroom. I was talking buzz up, and I had to. All right. But um, we had a, we were mentioning underrated bands. Did you have an underrated band or? Yikes! I don't know. Have fun in there. Oh my god! Um, I can smell it from here. <laughs> oh my god, dude. <laughs> Um, Fantastic. I don't know, man. Did you both you guys finish your list? My list, my top ten in no order. Um, actually, it's like eleven because I think wait, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. No, it's ten. Both acid bath albums. Um, Can't go wrong. I think that the diversity in songs is what I really like. It's not just straight sludge. Uh-huh. Um, because there's some really you're a, you're a pagan terrorism fan more more than the kite string pops. Yeah, because I like the songs on it, but especially like "Bleed Me an Ocean" and stuff. Bleed me an ocean. But down Nola, which I know some people are probably like, oh, it's more southern. It's not. Whatever. I consider that to me. Mean. It's I think it's sludge. I mean, you got fucking Jimmy Bauer from My Hate God. You got Kirk. Yeah, you know what I mean. It's like, back in the day. You had Todd Strange uh, on the first album. Yeah, who was in Crowbar? Um, I think he's still in Crowbar actually now. The bass player. I think he might be. Yeah. But uh, I hate God. Dope sick. You can't go wrong. First of all, you can't go wrong with anything from that band. Um, take his Nita for pain or Dope Sick. Those are the two that mm-hmm. are interchangeable. Is but, Dope Sick the first? It's the third. Third. The, song, the first song I heard on that was Dixie Whiskey. I that's think great. that was on the comp. Great. A lot, it's great. Yeah. Definitely. So, self-titled Crowbar, Buzz Oven, To a Frown, Electric Wizard, self-titled, High and Fire, um, the first album, um, Art of Self-Defense, Neurosis, Souls at Zero, mm-hmm. which, again, I, I think Neurosis is great. First album isn't really sludge, pain of mind. No, it's total punk. Yeah. Even um, Word is Lost, still kind of pretty punk. Exactly. I think, uh, was it Enemy of the Sun? Enemy of the Sun. Third. I think I think Souls at Zero, Enemy of the Sun, and uh, Through, Through Silver, Silver and Blood, Blood and Times of Grace are definitely... That's slow. when I saw Neurosis was Through Silver and Blood, open for Pantera. How, how long ago was this? 94, probably. Wow. Fucking Letourneau's been... He, he corrects me on it, because... I always think it's like back then, but it may have been like 96, 97. Isn't that when Through Silver <laughs> came Silver out? Silver Blood came out in 1995. Uh... <coughs> God, I, I'm looking at I have a, I have a live at, from the Relapse Contamination It was Festival. 96. Was it 96? Yeah, so yeah, I guess it was like 96, 97 when I saw that, yeah. that tour. Yeah. Um, Last album, something that we didn't even talk about, um, Soylent Green. 
<laughs> Consider them sludge. It's yeah. a great movie too. Oh, dude, the movie rules. But definitely more of a grind influence. I mean, they're definitely grind. That's a Brian Patton band as well. Yes. Green. Um, and that to me, uh, Pussy Soul is my favorite album. I say Soul Mouth Secrets is very, very uh, sludge influence. Phil and Selma has guest vocals on that album as well. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Cool. Yeah, that to me, it's they're one of those bands that can. I mean, they do several different. Um, Styles, but yeah. they mix them. Yeah, they definitely have a grind foundation, but and I did ask uh, because Ben Falgust is also in Goat Horror. Not a fan of them, but you don't like Goat. No, I like Goat Horror. Goat Horror. Goat Fucking shit. I like Goat Horror. I like. I think uh, the first album is kind of cool, and after I just thought it was kind of boring, honestly. I like compared to like Acid Bath and Soul and I just think compared to the other bands the guys are in it's totally not saying we're not saying it's sludge because it's not yeah. it's obviously more death black metal I think the the first album is the best thing they ever released in my opinion that the Eclipse of Ages into Black on Rotten Records yeah that to me is absolutely awesome but no Pussy Soul is about as perfect as you can get if you're going to mesh or meld all those styles together you'd like that one I think you'd like Soylent Green honestly because it's not it is like grindcore there's some death metal in it but it's not it's not Cookie Monster yes and no it's I'll play some on the way home I think it's fucking great oh we missed up as far as West Coast bands Justin was asking about underrated I think the Abominable Iron Sloth from Sacramento Oh, it's sorry. Another, it's another really underrated. I band. remember that band. Yeah, they were uh, they were on like Goodfellow Records, which is like a really bad hardcore label, <laughs> uh, and Black Market Activities, which was had a uh, Backstabbers Incorporated and some other bands early two thousands. Do you remember Lair of the Minotaur? Oh, that that was. Uh, Do you think it's another one that I had the Ultimate yeah. Destroyer that album. Um, I don't think I had... No, I didn't have the next one. They were on Southern... Again, it was on Southern Lord. So anything on Southern Lord, I was like, fucking buying it, dude. Yeah. There's still a lot of good stuff on Southern Lord. Yeah. Not everything, though. Yeah, the Abominable Iron Sloth is a band that I should check out. All right. Send me the link. I'll have to send you the uh, the old link. Send you the link and uh, some heroin as yeah. well. All right. No. Some black tar straight up. Oh, God. Chinese rocks. <laughs> But yeah, I mean, this is, to me, this is a small, relatively, compared to other, yeah, to other scenes or yeah, you know, subgenres. It's whatever. also like a, a style, I think, that you either, you, you either really, 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 it's, it's, it's still a very niche style yeah. of music. Mm-hmm. Like, I think Doom has gotten super popular. Yeah. yeah. Oh, and, yeah, like, yeah. Doom is almost so derivative I almost like sludge more because there's so many quote unquote stoner doom bands now Mm -hmm. because I feel like every stupid college kid with a with a trust fund has an orange amp Mm -hmm. and like (laughs) smoking bad Reggie wearing dumb pants like writing Sabbath riffs you know whereas like I feel like sludge is more you already have to kind of be into wild shit anyway Mm -hmm. to kind of dig it you know it's not surface level. You really can't be like a surface level person. Well, that's what I'm saying. That, like, there's really no 
for me, it was like the sludge, sludge era for me was 90 to 2000, really. Anything after that, especially now, I, I don't, there's nothing about it that I really like at all. You know, there's no bands that, that have come out that really wow me, you know, right. that really impress me. Or if they do, they really just kind of sound exactly like like they're just trying. You know what I mean? Or they're trying too hard. Oh, trying too hard to emulate something that's already been yeah. done before. Which yeah. is, it's a high form of praise and all that, but... It's kind of uh, it's kind of like the, again, the stoner many... shit now. Yeah, yeah. Where I, everything is... I literally love a, a billion bands that rip off Discharge. Oh, yeah. But so, I, so, I mean, no, like, sometimes, yeah. sometimes it works, but I think, especially for Justin and I, with, like, stoner shit, just because you have fuzzy riffs and you put an El Camino on your album cover doesn't mean you're going to be fucking awesome. Oh, yeah. But it and sucks because when when those good bands come out, they can kind of get overlooked. Because, like, I overlook, yeah. I will overlook stuff because... I, I overlook Black Rainbows for years. It's a terrible name. It is. It's fucking, it's like, oh, look at this. The album covers and uh, fucking great albums, yeah. man. Well, yeah. I mean, their guitar player is fucking phenomenal. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I think we uh, we pretty much covered. Um, yeah, we knew this wasn't going to be a, you know. A four-hour. Uh, four-hour episode. Yeah. But it's uh, definitely, we have the list up. I mean, mm-hmm. it's fun. It's look out for the next now. episode. Um that we might be doing here next um, albums that we love that people hate oh that's gonna be uh, that's my that's my shit yes this one will be a little more a I'll little be, less I'll be, high, I'll be high on paint talking about Peter Chris for about four and a half hours <laughs> can somebody please take a picture of your desk your home desk with your your kiss action figure I have, a, I have a Paul Stanley action figure that keeps me company at work <laughs> oh god work from home whenever yeah. I'm having a hard time at work Paul just looks at me <laughs> Joe do you wanna rock and roll and I'm like yeah I do Paul yeah I do Paul let me take this call and try to sell it he's talking to this lady about her, uh, about, her about her deductible first hey Paul can you uh <laughs> All right, yeah, thanks for listening, and uh, thanks for Justin on joining in. So, yeah, yeah. all right, Thank you. all right, later. Cheers. Bye.